Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 79 of Good Hang Podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm John. And today we have such a wonderful guest. Oh, so good. One of the best conversations uh, of recent memory that I've had, at least, with the wonderful and comparable Tan Keng Hua. Um, she's welcomed us into her home. We're, we're running remote yep. in, in a guest room. With I'm about guests. to steal some stuff before we leave. I'm about to steal all of the Pachukang memorabilia. Oh, yeah. And um, German Singh's moles right over there. Yeah, it's right. I see Crazy. the boots somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a really wonderful conversation. We talked about um, uh, her life in the arts, mm-hmm. um, motherhood. Um, and all the different crazy things that that comes with. Yeah, uh, we also awesome questions from you guys. Yes, you we that, read your usual. tweets. And we also talk about her up-and-coming musical, under, um, not hers, well, she's producing it, on the 13th to 30th of April, Tropicana the Musical at the Capitol Theatre. Oh, it's going to be good. You can get your tickets at Sistig, or you can find out more at tropicanathemusical.com. It's a really cool music. Imagine La La Land, but set in Singapore and sexier, and with better singing. Oh, and, so much better singing. Uh, But less Ryan Gosling. But... Lim Yubeng is in it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I was going to say boobs. <laughs> I was going to say boobs. Um, <laughs> but with that, uh, enjoy this episode. We had a wonderful time. Hope you guys do as well. And see you next week. Cool, with episode 80. Holy crap. Oh, shit. Coming at you. Enjoy! It feels like somebody is squishing my toes. Okay, I don't know if I'm recording. How do I tell? Uh, yeah, it's recording. Am I recording? Yeah. All this new technology, I don't understand any of it. (laughs) Okay, Grandpa. And it's just a recorder. It's it's literally a voice recorder that has a big record button on it. And it looks like a taser. It looks very intimidating and it's facing us. It's quite masculine looking. It is, right? A little phallic-y. It looks very clever. Clever. Like if robots were to take over the world in its most primitive form, I feel like that would be an accurate representation. It's a sound robot. You I'm see, it's got all these legs. We'll take mm. a picture of it later and put it up on the show notes. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture right now. Because <laughs> it's an audio medium. It, 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 it doesn't though. help the audience very much when we just describe things. <laughs> it's very 2001. Very 2001. You need to show a bit of the body. There you go. <laughs> wow. Ooh, it's raining. We have, we have a little bit of atmosphere today and I, and I kind of dig it. Yeah, the pitter-patter. Getting us in the mood, you know, that talky mood. I don't know. I think it's my age. I don't hear anything but you guys. Oh. Well, it's I just you guys. I'm hearing very clearly. No? no? I hear it super clearly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I get you though. I'm starting to lose my hearing in a little. Because it's mostly because I, I don't wear earplugs where I need to be wearing earplugs. No, wait. Like, is this like joking? No, no, no. Seriously. Like, because I think... In this day and age, younger people, we're finding ourselves in very loud situations more often, especially when you're in the music scene with live gigs, with like Mm. studio time, with like uh, rehearsal time, especially, my God, Um, and the times you go out clubbing or whatever. You're just constantly exposed to like a lot of loud noise, and my frequency of hearing has gone down like significantly since like. Wait, you mean you can't hear things at certain frequencies, frequencies, actual pitches? Yeah, yeah. So you know, like there's there's certain tests that you can do. You can even like get an app on your phone Mm -hmm. that can test your hearing, Mm -hmm. and you just increase the frequencies. So the moment you can't hear it anymore, that's when you know that's your threshold of hearing. So mine has decreased by like quite a few kilohertz. No, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's just like by right, okay, like most diligent and like um, self-respecting musicians that I know <laughs> they wear earplugs when they go clubbing they wear earplugs when they're going for rehearsals they to wear earplugs to protect themselves to protect themselves to protect their ears so they don't you know get that ringing once they're yep. done uh, yeah I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't even get the ringing anymore unless it's 
really, really loud. Nathan. Wow. Yeah, I know. You got to put those earplugs on. I know. You're very know, young, you know. I know. And this no, is where, like, yeah, you are. But I'm also confused at people who go like to clubs and like don't listen to the music. They're just like, yeah, dancing around to. Just... Could you even hear that? What I was just doing just then? I no, no, no. I, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Oh, right. No, like the earplugs. They're not like they don't shut out sound completely. They just make sound harder. Like it's just not as piercing. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just like protect your ears. Because like they actually have high end earplugs that musicians and like you know mm -hmm. people that use their ears a lot. You can get these high-end earplugs that only block out certain sounds. But oh. like, say for example, if you go to a live concert, you can hear the music just fine. It's just softer, Do and have... the quality isn't diminished. Wait, so this earplugs, the earplugs block out certain kinds of sound. Can you get earplugs that just block out Donald Trump? <laughs> that's a, that specific frequency. I'm gonna kickstart that. Well, but, the thing, but the thing it'll is... be. See, I was gonna say huge, but he got blocked out. That's what it's like. That's what it'll out. be like. It's gonna be. Yeah. I get it. Man, I, I should be it. a millionaire by now. Mm. <laughs> I feel like so much of his power lays in his tweets though and you can't really block those out. I could if I just don't look at it or, or watch any news or TV show. <laughs> or anything really. Pretty much. Out of the world. I kind of think, I, I think like the whole Donald Trump thing, you just have to sit back and not really accept it, right? But you just kind of... You just got to let it happen. Just, yeah, you just got to take a moment to just look at it from a wider perspective because it really is not just him, you know. Mm. Yeah. It isn't just him. Yeah. In fact, he's just doing what he wants but it's yeah. everybody else re yeah. reacting to him yeah. that got him to where, you know, he is at the yeah. moment. So, so it's, it's like the yeah. craving for drama, craving for something interesting in politics. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see, I, you see so that a lot in like American culture in general where they're always craving like the more dramatic and more like high stakes version of something you know they'll always put like oh instead of horse racing make it extreme horse racing with like absolutely. you know <laughs> gladiator absolutely. Like, tools um, so same thing with politics like they didn't want boring like if you look at Hillary Clinton and Tim Kaine they're two of the most boring people on they earth are, yes. but boring. then you but they will get the job done properly but then you have these these people who are like just like Loose cannons, I guess, is the best term for it. And it's it's so exciting to watch, and it makes news so fun now. And but the sad thing is that, or the scary thing is, that's on top of the people who genuinely believe they're going to do a good job. Yeah, you know what I mean. The the numbers are dropping very quickly, though. Well, yeah. Like the, the, a lot of people that have voted have very very big regrets. And as of this recording, it's the nineteenth of January, so Ooh. he's taking office tomorrow. Oh, fun! <sighs> oh my gosh, like I mean, touch wood, love, but also yeah, like touch wood, love, respect. But you know, like. I feel like something's gonna happen, man. I also think something's gonna happen. Like it's, it's, it's. I think something's gonna happen. It's too significant of an event with too many opposing figures, and like. You mean specifically at the inauguration, or just during Maybe. his presidency? Yeah. The inauguration specifically, yeah. you know, because that marks like day one of a new era, and like people usually like to make big statements on big days. I don't know. The interesting thing about it is, my goodness, ever since Trump got into power. It has really redefined the whole idea of entertainment, right? Mm. Uh -huh. I mean, who wants to go watch a movie? I mean, you know, who wants I to go do. and watch a movie when in real life, you know, all these things are happening? His tweets are, you yeah. know, his tweets are... There's something are, else. You know. Like the other day I saw, I saw someone say, like, we're currently debating whether or not our president took part in, in pee parties. Yes. <laughs> That's the state of our society right now. When you have like hashtag golden showers, and then probably parents having to explain to their kids what a golden shower is. Yeah, well, it just takes me back to my childhood when it was all about Bill golden Clinton shower. and what. Oh, okay. No, my golden showers was not until my late adolescence, okay. at earliest. <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, with the built-in golden showers is a bunch of flowers. Is it really? Yeah, it's chrysanthemum tea. No, it's it's that it's a but it's orchids. It's Singapore's national flower, and golden showers is the tiny little one with the. Yellow. Oh, for real? Like, there's an actual <laughs> for real flower called Golden Shower. Yes. Oh, we yes. Need to, like, I feel need like to have we a need to make like that. a bookmark of you them and do. send like a thousand of them over to him. You I think that would be hilarious. Golden Shower. Your friends in Singapore. I think though, it's like it's one of those times where you just have to like give up. It's like that turn's been taken over. Like for example, in the Philippines, we have this um, extremist uh, Muslim group. They're called the Muro Islamic Liberation Front. Mm-hmm. That's MILF. Mm-hmm. MILF. Yeah. It's the MILF. Yeah. It's like you guys like, just change your name. Yeah. Just it's change like, your name. It's like a, the, Archer. The, Archer. The TV yeah. show Archer. Um, uh, it's like this cartoon show, right? right? And their head spy agency name was ISIS. They changed yeah, it. And they changed it. They just they just took it out. They're like, they just lost. took it out. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a really good uh, uh, anecdote about the name ISIS. Oh. Uh, Grandmother stuff, right? So I watch loads of Downton Abbey. Uh-huh. Of course. And the dog was called Isis. Oh, for real? And they killed it. Oh, oh my. Like, like, they uh, killed the dog. In, which in like season five oh, sorry, or season... sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's like long time ago already. All the Downton Abbey fans all we know about it already. already. I stopped at season killed, two. They killed, they killed I it. I stopped when they killed, Isis. spoiler alert, Matthew. I was like, how can you kill him? <laughs> he's one? resurrected as the beast. Though. What? Oh, yeah, that's true. He's playing the beast. He can sing. Uh. Can he can sing? He sing? I'm sure he can. He can sing. No, that's, he's playing oh, the beast. Oh, understood. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. that guy. Can he sing? I, hopefully. I don't think Can Emma Watson sing? Can Emma Watson sing? Is there music in this? Yes, yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure it's the music. It's just... Where have you been? No, because like... Yes. <laughs> but like... No, because like, like they're making a Mulan movie and there's not going to be any music in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Correct. So I yeah. assume that all the live action elements are just going to be like straight ahead adaptations. Because did Maleficent have music in it? No. no. Yeah, exactly. So that was a se- prequel. Prequel? Se- prequel. But I mean, this, it's still a live action Disney yes. movie. The Beauty and the Beast one is something that seems to be really popular now. They actually make a real life version of the cartoon with all uh, the songs I, I and like shot everything. By shot. Oh my god! The the gown, the oh, same. Yeah, the yellow gown. Yeah, yeah, the yellow gown. The I think hairstyle. it looks creepy though. Like they showed the teapot and the candlestick and the clock, and they all look kind of creepy. But like they have really good voice actors playing them, right? I think so. They yeah. do. No, they have very good actors, even McGregor and uh, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, Maggie Smith is somewhere in there. But no one can replace Jerry Orbach. He's the oh, best. He's the original Lumiere. Oh. Yeah, I'm a big Disney, almost on Dwayne's level. Not quite. No one's on <laughs> You can't say that. You can't put that statement out there and yeah, expect I'm it. Yeah, I'm close Dwayne, though. Yeah. Dwayne Tan, he's Mr. Disney. Oh, you mean like Dwayne... The, Our Dwayne, actor. Yes. The actor. The actor, yeah. The he actor can sing, Disney. you know. Yeah. yeah, his type of voice, right, mm-hmm. is all the Disney Colors hero. Of the yeah, yes. that's right. The Aladdins, the he whatever. He loves that stuff. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. He's, he's great got, though. He's got that timber. Yeah. But I will, yeah, and I will never know as much as he does about he Disney. He can never compete with him in Disney. I, I know nothing about Disney. I never grew up with that. Anyway. Um, oh, wait, just to, just to go back, though. You know how, just to, again, to the Downton Abbey thing. You know how they killed uh, Isis, the uh, dog Isis? He's a drone strike. They behead him? Drone strike. Oh. It went what? really postmodern. What? Yeah, Earl Grantham called it a drone strike. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Explain. Explain. No, no, no. I just kidding. Oh, Was oh, it like an oh. old yellow situation? Yeah, eh, no, no. No, it's no. a drone strike. It was a surgical drone But strike. sort of like changing subject. That's kind of what I'm afraid of. You know, the two of you are so so poker face, right? Am I am I gonna <laughs> know when you all are joking or not? Or, Don't worry you know, about what, it. 
Don't later on. Just ride the wave. Ride the wave. Yeah. Ride the wave because she's riding it, and you guys have just joined us on it as well. Hello Whoa. there, everybody. Welcome to episode seventy nine <laughs> of the Good Hang Podcast. And today we come from you. We come to you from a remote location, yes. <laughs> um, a secret, undisclosed location. Um, the house. The home, the guest room of, of our guest. Of our guest! Oh, What's happening? <sighs> this is the guest room of our guest that we're having on us for the show. Anyway, <laughs> we're in the home of Miss Says Tan Keng Hua. It's not Mrs. Miss, Tan Keng Hua. It's, it's, Mrs., it's Mrs. Mrs. Lim. Mrs. Lim. It's Miss Tan Keng Hua. I don't know what the, the semantics are. I'm bowing down. We have Tan Keng Hua over here as our guest, actress, wow. uh, director. There's probably like a producer, like, produ- like everything. Arguably, left. the first respectable person we've had on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not respectable <laughs> because <laughs> I would like y'all to know I am sitting in a bedroom <laughs> with John with, with two young and Nathan. I know. Okay, at least and it's raining. At least out. four of the girls could have said that in the past, <laughs> <laughs> and they all regret. Yes. Hey, so happy to be here. Yeah, Yay. we have her on the show. And happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I am shamelessly 54. Uh, 54 years old. Never no. want to go back. Twe- the 20s were terrible. I, I the 1920s? Never... <laughs> Thanks, uh, <laughs> you, uh, math is that yeah, is your math bad. is very, very bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, the movies were kind of shit. No, no sound. Yeah. HD was terrible. No yeah. color even. And then the depression. Yeah. <laughs> and then all those wars. <laughs> no, but I agree though. I, no, I, I never want to go back to my twenties. Horrible time. Yeah, as someone who's recently left, not so recently left his twenties. Yeah, the twenties were not good. No, I don't like the twenties. This guy smacked that I'm in the middle. I'm smack in the middle of my twenties, and I, his twenties are pretty good. No, I know. It's all downhill from here. Dude. I, 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 do you like exciting, it? Do you like it? Is it exciting? So I'm 26 this year. Okay. And it's exciting. I think that's 20, a good age. Yes. It's starting to get good. It's also yeah. like, you know, 26, this is a running thing, right? But it's like, um, you know how you have like significant numbers or like shapes or yeah. animals or something? Yeah. Minus twenty six. Yeah. So either something really cool is gonna happen, or I'm gonna die, or something. I don't know what. Mm. But <laughs> hey, touch wood. It's touch less it. cliche than being the twenty seven club, at least. Ooh, mm. yeah, man. One better. No, but I'll tell you why I don't like the twenties. Why? Because there are all these big questions that are looming around your head. It's mm. like, do I get married? Do I not right. get married? If you have a boyfriend, it's like, do I get married? Do I not get right, married? Right, right. And if you don't have a boyfriend, it's I'm already 20-something. Why is it I don't have a boyfriend? Right. Do I stick to my job? Do I change my job? Where's my career going? Wow. I have a passion for the arts. Do I do this? Do right. I leave it? Do I go to the arts because I'm in my 20s? And Wow, well, I, you know, know, I know what you mean. Just today, I was like... Do I have the steak salad or do I have the fish taco? And you know what? I'm not in my 20s. I had both. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you had all three cake. Yes! Half of all the... She gave me cake, man. I'm s- I, came, I, I came late and I missed the cake, but I'll have it later. It was so good. But um, do you think... It's right over there. Do you think part of it is like... Because it's like you're going through a weird transitory phase where you no longer need to depend on your family as much yeah. as your parents. Mm-hmm. But you're still kind of... You still feel so responsible. It's to like you're them. not a girl, not quite a woman. Exactly. Mm. No, but yeah. it's just, she got it. Yeah, yeah Britney yeah. Spears, she got it, man. But it's, it's more so that you still feel like a strict, like an obligation to be a responsible child to your to your parents, like a, 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 a responsible daughter or son. But at the same time, you also want to break out and do your own thing. Yeah. And that creates that conflict of not. It, it just brings about a lot of big questions. 
like, do I get married? Do I find something stable? Do I go out and do something crazy? Yeah. Do I like take a flight to India and disappear for six months? Yeah. I've considered all these things in the last six months. <laughs> have you really? Oh, have I, you really? You see, I considered all of them in my 20s as well. Yeah, it's because, a crazy time. Yeah, it's a crazy time and it's really weird because if everything, if all aspects of your life are going well in your yeah. 20s, let's say you've got a good boyfriend, yeah. it's going on well, you know, no no breakups, yeah, yeah. you've got a good job, you, you've got a good passion or a good hobby, it's even worse. It's crazy. Because man. then you really feel like, what should I do for Is the next more? 40 years of my life Is there before, more? Yeah, yeah, you know, then it just gets... Whereas if you're shit at one mm. or like your boyfriend dumps you, mm. then at least some of the decision is made yeah. for you. Yeah. And then you can just like... You can start from the ground up. That is interesting. That's right. You see? So yeah. when things are going bad, it's actually good because then that's you don't have to make that it. decision. It's However your genitals feel when you're 11 years old, mm -hmm. that's how your brain feels in the 20s. <laughs> it's just like... So warm and smooth. It's just going crazy. Oh. <laughs> you so, can feel your genitals. Uh, like if I really focus, no, like you know when you're when you're like I think in a, girls, actually. I don't know about girls, know? and I don't know if there's too much information. I definitely don't feel girls' genitals. But no, girls can definitely. Yeah, now that I think about it, no, you can feel your genitals, and I'm not talking about with I've your seen fingers. Some videos. Oh, I'm no, not talking no, about like, with like, your fingers. Like you know, when like you're you're 10, 11 years old, and like the, the hormones are going crazy, and I I think most guys can 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 relate to this. But you just feel like freaking like. <laughs> I want to hear this. Like humping something, you know? I don't know. Shit, like it's like a weird. Wait, you like felt a, this at ten or eleven? No, okay, like maybe twelve or thirteen. It's just like a weird kind of like you don't quite know what to do with yourself. Your body's changing. A lot of hormones going about. A lot of like puberty. You know, puberty is a weird time. <laughs> and uh, I feel like I spoke myself into a corner. No, no, now I'm just listening. Just pull me out 10 of this, John. Or 11. <laughs> no, I like this. May, I, I that like this. Been ten I couldn't hold a spoon. That might have been when I was ten or eleven. I couldn't. I can hardly hold a spoon right now. That's. But that's because you only have one hand. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a developmental. Yeah, people like didn't know that. Strength. I just have you're one just hand. that good Can, of an actress. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I act like I have two hands. Yeah. But actually, I've just got one. Yeah, we're like Captain Hook over here. We believe it. We buy into this illusion. Um, but yeah, I think. That's kind of why the twenties get so crazy. Like, did, um, how 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 were, were were your parents like with like all your aspirations towards art and all that stuff? You know, so that's a conversation that is very very only currently okay. Yeah. Because you know, when I was in my twenties, honestly, nobody talked about that sort of thing. Like, oh, giving up your work, mm -hmm. you know, for art. Basically, what, what, did you, you went. Did you do something uh, uh, like? Did you have like a proper proper job before uh, going? Not to not only did I have a proper job, I had a very sort of predictable, boring marketing, right? Yeah, not okay. Let's not even talk about the job part mm -hmm. of it. I mean, basically, you go to CHIJ Primary, and then mm -hmm. after that, you know, there are so few secondary schools. There's no IB la, all mm -hmm. that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Then you just go to CHIJ Secondary, yes. and then after that, you do well enough, you go to CJC. There were like six JCs. There's yeah. like no such thing as all. So this, you had like, less options, which less is options. You what just you go, want, right? That's yeah. what you wanted, though, right? Yeah, and then yes, and it made life really simple. Mm. And then you know, you just go to university, and then. You don't even question, do I get a job? Do I not get a job? Of course you get a job. Mm. You just get a job. Mm -hmm. And then you chance upon something that make you fall in love, you know, like, mm. like acting. I mean, I chanced upon it when I was in university. It was all so romantic and beautiful. And when I came back, I did everything all at the same time, being a responsible sort of 20-something right. and running away and being 
an arty, yeah, irresponsible yeah, yeah. 20-something. <laughs> I had the best yeah. of both worlds. It was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like you're doing it right. I think she's YOLO-ing. She, 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 she yolo before yolo she, was yolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. She was carpe diem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best thing about that is you always have money. Mm. And especially during those times because you had a full-time job, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, you get your bonuses. I mean, whoever hears that word nowadays, you right, know? Right. And then you get your appraisals and then you get your 13 month, you know, for sure. And then you get your bonuses and you get all sorts of stuff. And then... You don't spend it because you're running away to the theater and acting, and then you know going for s- cheap suppers. You know, so basically. Well, that's what the kind? Way it what was. kind of what jobs were you doing when you like while while juggling a full time job? That sounds like impossible, man. So here's the weird thing, right? It it is so possible. Um, basically, I've got a bachelor of science, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then when I came back from I the University worked, of Indiana, is that that's correct? That's right. Checking for your Wikipedia. <laughs> hey. It's accurate. I do my hey, research. It's very accurate. I yeah. like that. Because you wrote it, is it? You know, no. I don't even <laughs> know who put it, it up. I don't even know who put it up. It's been there for a while. Yeah, okay? I just know things. Yeah. yeah. So I've got Bachelor of Science. And then when I came back, I worked for two beautiful years at I'm, FJ I'm fact checking you. I'm fact checking you. Yeah. I'm walking. I'm your Wikipedia page right now. Yes. And then. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then like FJ Benjamin had a great boss, and then through him, I actually met this person that was heading marketing at Tang CK Tang Limited, wow. and we used to just all go out for lunch together. And then he asked permission of my boss, and he said, "Hey, I feel like poaching king." <laughs> and then my boss actually went, "Hey." You know, what do you think? I'm your friend. I'm not just your boss. And I said, you know, Tanks is quite interesting. So I moved over to Tanks and then I stayed there for like nearly 10 years. And all through that time, basically, you work until about, you know, six or seven. And then you run off into the theater. And I was doing loads of theater, theater works. And it was glorious. I still call them the glorious years. They're wow. really great. Wow, you're you're the antithesis to my max. Like when people ask me, John, should I get into the art? Should I get into theater? I'm like, is there anything you can do besides that? And if if your answer is yes, then I say just do that because theater is too hard. There's too much rejection. But you're not. You can do it all. And not only that, you know, it turned out to be such a strange and good way of starting the theater because you had enough money. And then mm-hmm. I met Yubes, mm-hmm. and then I got married, and then I, we both got our first apartment because mm-hmm. we had enough money because I was I had yeah. worked you mm-hmm. know sort of full time for such a long time, mm-hmm. and saved up so much money, and then I quit my job. So wow. when I quit my job, I, you know you're emotionally more secure, and yeah. then you've got your little apartment, and then I said to myself, I'll quit for two years and I'll just see how it goes, mm. and then here I am. <laughs> in a beautiful wow. home if you don't mind me saying yeah. this place is amazing I love this house I'm yeah. here all the time I work I work from home it's Most very cozy it's a good I'm place saying. to work from she's got like a crazy bookshelf that looks straight out of like yeah it's like one fourth of the Beauty and the Beast library yes. there's like a ladder and everything that you could slide yes it's beautiful there it's are so loads nice. more books they're just hidden all over the place how long yeah. have you lived in this house? So we moved here when Xi'an was about 16 months. She's 18, turning 19. So, yeah. And does, that that freak, does that freak you out? It does. <laughs> I recently <laughs> went into a bit of a funk because of that. Yeah? Literally, yeah. this is not made up. She is downstairs now applying for colleges. Yeah. Like, that's something you only see in movies. Good lord. But yeah, she's literally at this moment applying for colleges. Like, what was, what was it about the concept funk, yeah. of your, your daughter being 18 years and 9 months old? Um, okay, it was... it. I went through this, like, 
funky few days because it was right after she got her IB results and yeah. she did really well. Mm. And then suddenly, I just sort of like felt, oh, wow, a huge chunk of my parenting is now over. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a huge chunk of it because... She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. She's legal. If she didn't want to go to university, she could work, no mm-hmm. problem. She could get married. Mm. She could have a baby. She could whatever, guys. Yeah. And it was really weird. It was weird. I didn't feel old, okay? It, it wasn't anything yeah. to do with that. It was just sort of like, ooh, A lot where? of purpose has been stripped, maybe? Purpose? Yeah. It's like a semi-postpartum thing. Semi? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think I never had postpartum, but I can envision that's probably that's what, what it was like. kind of about. It's like theater post show blues, except it, it's, it's like yeah. it's an eighteen year show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. an eighteen yeah. year old eighteen year show. Yeah, it's like what, what do you do? Yeah, you know, and how do you let go? I had no idea. Mm. Yeah, I still have, don't have any idea. Yeah, but that's yeah. exciting as well, right? Um, Maybe you'll take up a new hobby. I think a, a part of it is it's just like. It's 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 like you've already done the work and now you just kind of see what happens with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm, yeah. But give me some advice because you guys are older. What did yeah. your parents sort of like? Did your parents well, go through a similar thing? Okay, so right now I'm in an interesting situation where um, I, I'm the middle child. Okay. I have a brother, an older brother and a younger sister. My older brother, he's working full-time right now in the restaurant business. And um, he's always kind of been a bit more distant from the family. Okay. So now with a full-time job, it's kind of like, you know, even with school, he was super distant. But now with a full-time job, it's, you know, more so. Um, so he's not in, in the house very often. So, you know, my parents don't see him as often. My sister, she's studying in Boston right now. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, no, she just moved to L.A. So she's oh. studying in L.A. now okay. for half the year. And, you know, she's away. So it's... Pretty much just like me and my parents most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of feel this from, from my mom more so than my dad. But like she's, she's parenting me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's par- and, and no, it's, it's amazing. Like my parents are, are just so supportive and so lovely. Um, but th- there's a lot of nagging and there's a lot of like, yeah. you know, just, just a lot of like parenting me yeah. more, more so than, you know, she yeah. would even when I was like, 18 yeah. or 19 yeah. yeah you know but i think it's just because like maybe so much has changed in terms of like the the the, the family being at home absolutely you know the, the house is more empty now the absolutely. kids are gone absolutely so, so i think like the emptiness syndrome right yeah i think yeah. i think she's just kind of like pouring three kids worth of parenting on me for now yeah. and that, that's fine like the other day like, yeah. his mom like licked the kleenex and wiped his face. <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> that's not, it's, it's just tiny things you know, and then like, she no, had she... him blow his nose into a <laughs> tissue that she was holding I know exactly <laughs> it's just tiny you, things yeah. that's like yeah. constantly you know like yeah. nagging checking up on me and stuff like that like stuff that you know like she, she didn't do since I was like back in secondary school yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah you know I, I don't I, I don't reject it, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's, I, I, yeah, it's it's just an interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what it is, you know, it is about, um, I mean, for parents, it's mm. a feeling of mortality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why I threw a birthday party. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of times I am surrounded by friends, but a lot of, and this house is filled mm-hmm. with people all the time, but a lot of times it's work related. Yeah. And the work meetings we have here, after the work meeting, Honestly, most mm. of the time, it just goes on to like 4, 5, <laughs> 6 a.m. in the morning, awesome. you know, amazing. because, you know, we work with people we love, right? And I threw a birthday party because 
I felt suddenly, oh my goodness, so suddenly the path towards my death is just sort of like, it's clear. It's, it's revealed itself. That's right. It's like suddenly vibrant colours, like I can <laughs> see it. Because when you're so, when your days are so filled with tasks, you know, and things you have to do, yeah. and things you have to do for other people mm-hmm. whom you want to do things for, like yeah. your mum. Yeah. You don't think about yourself, you don't think about your life so much, mm-hmm. you know, and especially for like the three of us, we have a big love in mm-hmm. the arts. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, we have places and people to shower our love mm. on. Now, in the letting go of my daughter, I just feel like, okay, so suddenly there's all this space mm-hmm. in my day, you know, mm-hmm. and how you show love is just so much of where you find joy and all as all of that's being redefined and it, mm-hmm. it's bittersweet it's yeah. not easy yeah but it's also lovely you know and joyous and you know i never thought the good hang is gonna be so Emotional. No, oh my no, goodness! No, no, I think Please. like you guys. Time someone guys. cried on this show, no, and it's and it's you. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think I think I just watched the right. Okay. I think especially like when 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 so much is changing with you know uh, motherhood and raising a kid and everything, um, and I, I I can't of course speak from experience, just from like um, empathy, I guess, or just yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I lost my thought. Oh my goodness, what was it? <laughs> you were going to say something. I completely lost my thought. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The, the the love language has to change yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, you know, it's correct. Just like, mm. and, and 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 it's like you know, it's like you're setting off a firework, and then you just like you don't know what's gonna happen, you don't know how it's gonna look like, and it flies up into the air, and you know, it's beautiful. Oh, and great. you don't quite know what songwriter, to, you know, songwriter, <laughs> songwriter. But you don't quite know what to expect from it. You know, I just think there's something so exciting about that. Is like I'm having like very slight. Um, similar experiences with my sister, you know, because I'm three years older than her. It's not a huge gap, right. but to me, she's always been like the tiny little sister, right. and um, she's always just been like this kid. <laughs> um, and recently, I went to LA to visit her um, as she was moving schools, right? Yeah. So the first week, it was just me and my sister just hanging out, and we got to just ha- for the first time in a very long time. Um, just hang out, catch up, go places. You had a really good yeah. hang. No, exactly. No, yeah. it, was, it was just really nice to get to, to know her again and like, yeah. catch up and see where she is in life because between like her, her, her busy school schedule, my crazy schedule, back when I was in army, then she was in school and then she went to Boston and I went to Boston. It was kind of like the schedules, we, we only intersected lives like, you know, maybe for a very short three, four months in twenty. Yeah. 14 other than right. that we keep missing each other so it's really nice to catch up but it was also really weird because like suddenly she's like 22 years old <laughs> yeah she's 22 years old you know she can she can again she can do whatever yeah, the hell she, she wants she can do whatever the hell she wants I know and, and, and she does and trust me she, 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 like, she, I don't know um, but yeah it was just crazy man to, to think about and I can just imagine like if it's something someone that I, I carried and raised for like like almost yeah. two decades that must yeah. be oh my god that must be insane yeah. yeah but it must be so rewarding as well isn't it um i mean of course of course it's very very rewarding but here here's an interesting thing that we've been talking about and that is because we are so close it's easier to let go mm. i can imagine i have so many friends um who are who have children at that same age yeah. where they're just leaving the house yeah. and 
it's like you was saying you was saying that when he, it was time for him to go to university so the same almost the same age as Xian he couldn't wait to leave mm. okay he just couldn't wait to leave and i know many other friends whose kids you know for one reason or the other you know they just like you know just want to get out or yeah. get away from mm. and i can imagine for their parents how difficult it must be yeah to let go yeah because you know but because we're so close because i've been intimately involved in xian's life and you being too yeah. we understand all the details and it's easier for us to just go it is necessary it's necessary for you to now because we have been good parents uh-huh. now go and discover this mm, other side so of your life yeah. you see there's a le- level of trust there and an emotional yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maturity from both exactly. sides that enables that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like to her, I don't think if she, if or when she does like go overseas for university, I don't think like catching up with you guys is going to be like a chore no, on her list. No, it's not no. going to be like, oh, now I got to go call my mom. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go leave this rave yeah. and call my mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but let me put down this syringe. <laughs> Oh leave this don't let you be here okay because only very recently she found out that he secretly went to spy on her when Ooh. she was 13 years old it was after How? probably after teaching at La Salle probably yeah. yeah went to spy on her when she was taking a bus home for the first time oh god that's really cute that's a sitcom episode yeah very much so On his motorcycle somewhere, I bet. No, no. On the bus. It was more than that. It was like that fantastic. Fake mustache. Behind a newspaper. Behind a Chinese newspaper. Uh, Excuse me, are you Lim? You know. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But isn't that just so you? That is the most darling thing. That is so you though, right? So what did he discover? Nothing. She just, she, she could take a bus by herself. That's what, that's what he discovered. She, she was cool about it. She just waited for the bus. The bus came. She went up the bus and it left. Hello. She's a, she's a functional human being. Just, yeah. I also like she the idea was okay. of you just jumping in a taxi. Follow that bus. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> Oh goodness. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. You know, I guess it's... uh, The next sort of five years will be, you know, as much of a discovery for Mm. Yubes and me as it will be for her. Oh my goodness. You know, as it will be for her. You know, and and I I am trying to... (laughs) So find some time, probably after Tropicana, sure. to kind of get my head around this. Yes. I mean, right now I'm still at that point where, when can we fly up? Shall we fly up at Christmas? We can all go skiing. We love to ski. Yeah. Okay, we can all, you know. So I'm still at that point. Like, when can we go up there? <laughs> But maybe it's something else. Maybe it's kind of like, I don't think you all should come up. Maybe I need a year. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. We're all a bit busy at the moment, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But I'm sure with three people, the schedule is just the three of you guys, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, the three of sure us. I'm sure the schedules are slightly easy to line up. I'll tell you a secret because <laughs> Yuming and I are kind of like not really working after August just in case. 
case. Uh, That's good. Okay. Just in just case. Just in case. This when the snow comes, <laughs> you're keeping that. Oh, that's fine. Just in case the phone call comes and it's like, hey guys, Wh- I'm which, lonely. Wait. You want to come up? Wait, oh, yeah. we're not doing anything. We can move something. Let me look at my schedule. That's after August, and she starts school in August, right? I think she starts school in September if she goes away. Yeah, if she goes away, so. So you saw her just now, John. I did, yes. Yeah, she was. She's done all her applications, but she's you know she's taking some time. Yeah. Right. yeah. Her, her, her current essay that she's working on is what would your ideal employer say about you? <laughs> that's yeah. that's what they're asking about. I think that's what would what your ideal employer employer say about you? No, what would you want? Would you, would you want your ideal employer to say about you? Yeah. The word ideal puts in a lot of weird caveats. Yeah, that's why mine would be like you know, John. He's a really good man. <laughs> and as the former president of America, Barack Obama, <laughs> he was a good, I don't know what I would be. Like, yeah. He's a good uh, personal photographer. I don't know. Yes. Make okay. America How great again. How about he no. was a good man? Oh, if Barack Obama could say that about me, I could be okay with that. <laughs> um, but uh, is she doing anything like arts related for university or anything like that? No, she wants to do a liberal arts course. Which like. is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wants to do a liberal. She can't, Imagine, and I actually think this is wise because she loves the theater so much, and mm. she loves acting so much. And she, you know, little plug, she's gonna be in Normal, which is coming back. It was very greatly reviewed, when sold out. So it comes out. It comes back again for a whole month in March. Nathan was in the sequel to that show. Yeah. Normal. No, he, no, no, he was in Next to Normal. normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Next to Normal was before Normal, so yes. Normal is actually. The oh, cool. so the Star Wars ah, thing. Yeah, it's a Star, it's a Star Wars. Wars thing, yeah. Right. yeah. But it's actually really boring. Like, next to normal, there's like the mom, she's crazy. This yeah. one, there's a mom, and she's fine. <laughs> That's the, the whole show. The sun's, <laughs> sun's alive. This one's alive. And a baby's so no one You were great in next to normal. You were <laughs> great. You but, but yeah, she's going to be in normal in March. Yeah. Where is, is it showing? It's at the Esplanade Theatre oh, Studio. Oh, get your so tickets, man. Yeah, man. get your tickets, man. It was completely sold out. It was, you know, finally, finally re- uh, reviewed. And it, it was so this is a restaging? Yeah, restaging. Uh, was she in the original one? Yes, she was. Oh, wow. How much so, did it blow your mind the first time you saw your daughter on stage? Well, I cried. <laughs> hey, but I want the two of you to know, uh, I was mm. with my two good buddies, Janice Coe and Patrina Carl. Yeah. And like name from dropper. the first... <laughs> name, name dropper. Wait, let me pick that up for you. Um, yeah, yeah, and like within the within, uh, what I don't know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, the three of us. I think because the three of us are mothers, we were bawling, mm. and we like looked at each other. We don't even really know why. And Adrian Pang, you should. She was just sitting there. She was just like, no, he was. Falling. He went to see it on another day, and he SMS me after that. He has a very when if. I don't know if he's done good hang, but you should ask him this question because he SMS and he was bawling so much he had to like the person the stranger next to him had to like lend him oh something or something like that. You have to get the details. Oh, when we so eventually funny. get him on, yeah. <laughs> we have to talk about that. In fact, we should blackmail him with this story. So yeah. Get him on. yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Oh, this is so, when you watch normal. Like, yeah, no, it 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 was a very affecting play, gosh. affecting play because. Yeah, and I and I'm sure it must be different for kids, and parents. I mean, as parents watching that play, talking about belonging and expectations, and right. kids coping, right. it just hurts so 
badly. Right. Yeah. You know, it just hurts so badly and suddenly you just sort of see mm-hmm. everything you've done wrong right. and you just feel, you know, so it was great. I look forward to watching it. Yeah. Awesome. yeah was, that her, was that her first like big show? It was her first dra- professional dramatic turn, I believe. Wow. I mean, she's done pantos, you know, yeah, where yeah, she yeah. was like, you know, a crab, a dancing crab, <laughs> right? that sort of stuff. But then this one is like lines and emotions and, you know, tough shit. Mm. So, so yeah. To be, that sounds great. I, I, just wanna, I, I just can't imagine like watching like my, my kid on stage. Mm. Well, your kid is currently one month old right now. So. <laughs> oh no! Wait! <laughs> wait, 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 No, you can edit that. You can edit that. Yeah, yeah. go back You edit. can edit, edit, edit. No, I, just, I, just, I just always wonder. And We're I not kinda, supposed to talk about little Nathaniel Yella. I can't, I, and I can't imagine it was easy for, for, for my parents even, because the first time I appeared on, 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 a, on like a theater stage, I, I had simulated sex and I showed my butt. Oh yeah. Yeah, in Spring Awakening. I saw it. Yeah, it was very yeah. strange. Yeah, I saw but, it. But like, I just can't imagine like how a parent would even feel. But did they... Talk to you about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what I, did I, they say? I, I, we, they, we raised they, it up. they critiqued this technique. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... It was There's fine. too much up and down. My parents, they don't really talk about that kind of stuff. So when I brought it up, they said, like, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Just, you know, be careful. No, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. Sometimes a bit of distance is how you keep close. Yeah. Mm. That's really what I feel. You don't have to talk about everything. You don't have to share all your views. I will... If I have if I have a daughter, I'm not talking to her about any of that. Oh, you're like, not, huh? Any of Leave that. it to the mom, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you, you can talk about the emotional stuff. You can talk about the life stuff. None of the health stuff, you know... Yeah, <laughs> especially once I think yeah, you know. I None think uh, I think Yoops uh, would agree with you yeah. that you know how he looks upon bringing up a girl mm-hmm. and bringing up a boy. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm quite sure it's quite yeah. different. It must yeah. be yeah, quite different. You know yeah. yeah. It's just you can't relate to them in certain things, and if you try, it, it might push them away in crazy ways or just leave scarring or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, you might be too protective. Oh, of course. You know, of you course. might be too protective. And y- yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know why this entire episode has like, been focusing around parenthood. Yeah, <laughs> like, I only, know. Neither of us are parents. Well, I mean, her, her kid's about to leave for school. Your par- your kid's about to... Is- ah! <laughs> <laughs> you, can edit, you can edit that. You can edit that. Who knows where my kids are. Um, <laughs> I think the two of you are going to be great. Fathers. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. mean if we adopted a kid together? Mm. Oh. <laughs> or had a surrogate? Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like we're not there yet. Not there yet, but not that would be a, also a good sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> good hang, good try. That, that would be a good hang. <laughs> that would be a good It would be like two and a half men, but less drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think this is a good time to <laughs> pick up some fan. We had some people tweet at us, Kang, because when you found, they found out you were coming on, okay, let oh, people yeah. tweet some questions at you. I mean, we're no, supposed to talk kidding. about. Is that no? Is if we're true? going by the formula, we should be talking about Tropicana right now and the show that you're promoting. It's yeah. fine. We'll talk about it later. It's a show that she's doing, but we're we're on a roll right now. We're so on a roll let's, right let's now. Let's go on to the fan stuff. We do have some fan stuff. World news, interviews, Wall on Terra, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist fans, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? Okay, okay, so yes, the it's other a day. I, jingle that plays in the. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I've heard that jingle. Dude, <laughs> she listens to this show, man. Oh. Me too. This is our first guest who listens to the actual podcast. 
and many other podcasts. Yeah, we were talking about in the yeah. car ride over. But before we get too sidetracked, yeah. here's a couple questions first to start out with. Let's see here. People Did actually you... tweeted, you're not making yeah. this up. No, no, no. I showed actual tweets. See? My goodness. I forgot to tag your name, though, because I forgot to check if you had Twitter or not. I but... do, but I'm not really. Exactly. Okay, go for it. So this first one is from Amelia, aka at okay. Star Rhapsody. She says, just tell her that I wish her a very happy birthday and thank you for Aww. the inspiration that you are. Oh, oh, sweet stuff, Sarapsity. Lesser than sign number three. That's so cute. <clears throat> okay, here, this is a nice one. Uh, this is from Alicia. She asks, heard you were an IJ girl when you were young. Yeah. What are some of your best memories? Mm. <laughs> Wait, are, are, okay, so IJ, for those of you that, that might not um, might be out of Singapore. Junk. Um, intravenous junk. But it also means it's a girl's school here in Singapore. Are girls' schools just as or even more crazy than boys' schools? Because I went to ACS Barker, right? And boys' schools, <laughs> it was like fights every day and like just like vandalism and fires and just like going crazy. And a lot of food fights. How are girls' schools like? You know what? I, I don't know. You're talking to a girl that was in the... Honestly, right? And this is, this is something people find hard to believe. Right. My entire prime... First of all, IJ stands for C-H-I-J, mm-hmm. which stands for Convent <laughs> of the Holy Infant Jesus. The and I'm so old Jesus. that when I was at the Convent of the Holy Infant Jesus, my principal was really a nun. Like, hello, Jesus. she had a habit, and I'm not talking about drugs. <laughs> and I had teachers who, like, walked around with oh, a habit. God. And it was at... C-H-I-J which is currently Chimes Hello guys yeah. not, We're yeah. not talking about Topayo, okay? Chijmes mm, We're talking about Chijimis. It had a real You know mm. sort of, That's prime location right yeah, there Yeah Cathedral yeah. And we had Singing nuns It and, looks like the Alamo yeah. It's like Sound of Music Yeah, yeah. Exactly Okay Wait, hold, So that's the I sort of go back school life So I kind of knew of C-H-I-J And I knew it was very religious It stands for the, the Convent of the Holy Infant Genius Jesus Yes Genius Genius Holy Infant Genius Steve Jobs <laughs> That would be Chig um, <laughs> Was that an act? That was a really good I act. didn't know that No 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 no. The I, whole that, genius Jesus thing So well, clever I, oh no, he just, You he, are so he clever just, he just Well I am I am a comedic Jesus so good so slick but so that's smooth. what it stands for like I feel so like smooth. if I was writing a show that had to like what's the most stereotypical most religious never in the world <laughs> the convent of the holy infant Jesus it's a lot lays it's a lot to take on being visited by the th- it's oh okay but I'm so sorry no, don't be sorry it's very funny <laughs> <laughs> but were you like the class nerd or something like yeah, that yeah yeah very nerdy so oh. so basically I was a jock Mm. A major joke. We you were a jock so- and a nerd? A nerd lively society. <laughs> uh-huh. At that time, you have to take one sports society uh-huh. and one society society. society. Right. And my society society was library society. Solid as in, nerd cred right oh there. Oh my yeah, goodness. Good. Every Wednesday, go there, take care of the books, clean, and then whoever borrows stuff, write it down. Yeah. Okay? And then I was this major jock and I was a very good jock. So, I ran for school 200 meters, 100 meters, 4 by 100 meters and we were like a winning team. Wow, shit. I know. That's all I did. That's all I did. In fact, I was in... I was Writing a, in books. Yeah. yeah. And I was time. a jock all the way until a, a, after CJC. And then you did drama. You did everything. Yeah, but I didn't do any drama. Huh. Yeah, no, that was, zero you did that drama. For later. Yeah, did you have lots of boyfriends? No, zero. <laughs> oh. Zero. Did you have no, lots I'm of a girlfriends? very late developer. I will not tell 
when I lost my virginity, but it is very late. I feel like I don't want to know that. No, you don't want to okay, know I'm that. I'm just going to start no. naming ages. <laughs> no, when no, I get no, it right, no, no. Just no. not. Oh, all right, all right. Change, okay, change Seven. subject. I, I never, I never want to know that about anybody, actually. Like, I know. Like yeah, don't, don't tell me. I don't get like the impulse yeah. to know, Twelve. like, oh, when did you yeah, lose your virginity? Like, no! Stay away from my pants! No, we need some mystery. 31. We need some mystery. Yeah. We need some mystery. Who is in office? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Mystery is fine. <laughs> but wow, okay. I never get the impulse to know. Anyway, yeah, next. Uh, what so was the question? That's next, what, next, yeah. The, what, what was my wait, IJ life like? Uh, pretty much, yeah. And I think you could so wait. Like, I had nuns around the place. I was a jock. Is there know? a. Does CHIJ have like a, a mascot? Huh? Do they have like some kind? Of, are like the are they like the tigers or like what? The was, nuns. <laughs> yeah, hey, what would they be? Very American, you know. You where got mascots? Singapore schools would have mascots. Don't have they should. At most, they have a logo. The convent of the Holy logo. Infant Jesus. Yeah. Indians. No, no mascot. No. <laughs> <laughs> no mascot. Hello, we're talking about a time where in a corner there literally was a crash where there were baby orphans that were being left at my school and being taken care of by the nuns. This is the sound of music. Holy shit. The C-H-I-J orphans. Hello. Yeah. That's what it should be. It's the you mascot. See? The C-H-I-J. So how romantic, right? <laughs> Incredibly. How romantic. Orphans left, you know. The mascot's like a baby but like Oscar the Grouch and like a dustbin. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my. Okay. Yeah, so that was my IJ oh life. Oh my goodness. Alright, let's chase a little bit of tack here. Oh, this is a nice one. This is from uh, Zen. He asks, What's your go to comfort food? Mm. Wow. You're, you're a very healthy individual. You're aren't very. You? I am quite. And an avid cook. And I love to cook. Uh, my go to comfort food. I have a few. I'm just trying to be succinct here and i would say just like the rest of this episode you know i here's the thing i would say coffee coffee because i'm a big Mm. coffee head and i love coffee and i drink loads of coffee nice yeah i drink loads of coffee so uh, would you say you're a coffee snob not at one? all. Mm. Not at all. High five. I'm a coffee whore. I'll, I'll no, take it anyway. No, but how many cups a day? Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's not whore in the sense of like a bit, lots of consumption. More so, I don't care where I consume it from. Yeah. Three in one is good. It's more of a slut. Fancy, like, you know, hipster coffee is good. Coffee yep. Starbucks, fine. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'm a coffee yep. slut. Mm. I'm yep. a coffee slut. I'll let any of them into me. I don't mm. care. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I, 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 I But don't can know you sleep at night? Oh yeah, I don't have a problem. With yeah, that. I don't have a problem with that. I can. It, it, it helps me like start the day sometimes, but like I've never had problems like falling asleep from caffeine. Yeah, yeah I'm recently too. converted to a tea guy. Yeah. I, I used to be very into coffee as well mm. with my French press and all that stuff, but Chinese or English? Know. English breakfast tea. Mm. I also got Irish breakfast tea mm. and chamomile. Nice. But English breakfast tea is best served iced. English, yeah, I never tried. I will try. Really? Try it, man. Yeah, English breakfast. No, no, no. Don't bother with that. Tea and milk should only be left to the professionals. Um, uh, English breakfast tea with like ice, like a bunch of ice, and just like a hit, like a teensy bit of sugar. Mm-hmm. Starts the day really Sounds well. Sounds good. Man. Sounds it's a good, good time. No, I have my own special ways of drinking mm-hmm. my coffee. So if it's that sort of Chinese mm-hmm. kopitiam coffee, mm-hmm. it's got to be with sugar. Mm-hmm. If it is just the Ang Mo type of coffee, like the hipster coffee, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just black. Straight. Yeah. Okay. If it's like from the Mamak stall, it's gotta be that fatty condensed milk, yeah. yeah. and it's gotta be the you know thick yeah, and yeah. a dessert. It's almost yeah. like a dessert, you yeah. know. I love that stuff. Yeah. And then when I drink it at home. I drink it out of this like, and this is not a plug, okay? They don't pay me, although maybe they <laughs> should consider sure. it. You Amen. know the funny toast box 
There's this funny toast box contraption, right? Which she is just plastic. made like a weird jerking off yeah. texture. I don't yeah. know what she's doing. <laughs> you can't see this, but I'm doing it. Like, like a French press? No, it's like, it's it's fashioned after like the Vietnamese one. Where oh, you yeah, put the stuff oh, in right. and then you put it on top of the cup and then it just it pees right, 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 coffee right, right. into the cup. Right. And I do something it's very cheap. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. your coffee? No, no, for my penis. Okay. Um, <laughs> but three in one, I'm afraid... You are, you beat me there, lah. Yeah. I I I no, I can. Yeah. I can. You know, I don't have a problem with it. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't ah, ask for it. Right, right, right. I wouldn't ask for it. I wouldn't buy it. Three in mm-hmm. one. Okay, so I'm just gonna sound like a seven year old now. But three in one is perfect when you're making like uh, ice blended coffee drinks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it dissolves quickly. Yeah, it dissolves. It's a little bit weirded up because like you put it in the cup, right? And then you, the three in one, you pour the packet in, and it goes like halfway up the cup. I'm like, that's a lot of stuff. Mm. I feel like get a bigger cup. But it's delicious. No, you you need a lot of that. You need a lot of that powder. Stuff. That is true. I mean, there's nothing worse than diluted anything. Yeah. No, I don't like diluted anything. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think of something. So I would say that's kind of like my go-to comfort Comfort. food. And a lot of people know me. I I just, I love my cup of coffee. Just Mm. always wired. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I sleep like a baby. And I sleep really early. Jealous. Oh, what time do you usually sleep? 10. Whoa, shit. I'm up at like 5 a lot of times. And I pop out of bed. I'm living life wrong, man. I sleep at five. No, see, like these are things that I know I should be doing. Okay, okay, I wanna, I wanna challenge you on mm-hmm. that because so this reaction I'm getting from the both of you yeah. and generally from young people, yeah. they all wanna be. It's an envy. Yeah. Why? Why aren't we doing it? Why? Why do you? Why do we sleep? want that? Or why, why do you wanna sleep early? You can I, just sleep late. Yeah, I. I look like cool shit if I sleep late. Personally, I would love it if I had like a split week. You know, if like first half of my week I sleep late, second half of my week I sleep early because I think it's like when I wake up early, I can get so much more stuff done and get workouts in. Yes. Like because like sometimes because like for me sleeping late is like six seven a.m. and I'll wake up the next day at like twelve or one. And now I'll just start doing the things I have to do. So there's okay. no, I don't. There's no time for like doing the self maintenance. You know, yeah. the, the workout or like if, if I have to get groceries or if yeah. I can cook myself a nice breakfast. I don't do any of that. I just go straight to work. I do things and whatever. Um, but under early days when I wake up, there's so much more time for activities. And then what's what's early for you waking up early? Uh, like seven. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, like if, on days that. Six, because then you you can go for a run. See, six. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. if you so if you make it half your week, you sleep at six, and half your week you wake up at six. I think you're gonna die. I'd probably just. I don't be think that's supposed to be jet lagged. <laughs> yeah, oh, because it's yeah, jet lagged in my own country. A little bit, right? Yeah. So no. here's the thing, right? Mm. I kind of know what he's talking about because the reason why I like to wake up early it maintains my uh, togetherness. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I just that. need enough alone time. Because the family wakes up much later. Right. And I just need to sit there for a minute and just like sort myself out mm. uh, for a couple of hours, read the newspaper and handy. drink my coffee out of that strange the jerky, jerky thing. thing. Jerky, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, yeah. statistically, most successful people are early risers. Hey, just, really? You just get more shit done, man. Are you sure? No, I'm dead by about <clears throat> five, though. Oh, okay. No, unless, <laughs> unless I'm talking to, you know, two really gorgeous guys in oh. the guest room, which has oh, a bed. Right. Ah. Um, and it's raining outside. Yeah. Um, but usually by about five, I really right. am Start like, to wind down. Everybody, fuck off. Right, right, So you're right, basically, right, right. you're the, you follow the schedule of the sun almost exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, I do kind of believe in that, and I think that's why I sleep well. It's probably have really good vitamin D. Oh, probably. Yeah. I could tell you have a, vi- a good vitamin D. Because I'm so black. Show. Is that what you're saying? Hey man, I didn't put it in racial terms, but okay. <laughs> 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 Next question. Um, let's see here. Ooh, getting back into the theater thing. Oh um, yay. As an actress, and I think we can all answer this one. As an actress or actor, have you ever regretted accepting a certain role in a certain project? If so, please explain. <laughs> Without naming names, or if you want to, I don't care. Throw some shade. <laughs> Nathan Stott. <laughs> well, no, mine's mine's pretty simple, and I mean, I'm not gonna say names, but it's pretty easy to deduce. So I did this TV show recently, and um, I know what it is. <laughs> it was fine. You know, the process of making it was very cool. The the casting crew, the 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 actual production of it was really fun. Um, we shot overseas and everything, and the aesthetic, it looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They had a really great team behind it. Um, but afterwards, after shooting, a lot of bad decisions were made by, I don't know who specifically, but a lot of bad decisions were made in post, starting with they cut it from a one-hour format to half an hour. Post, after shooting. After shooting. So that's a big thing. So they basically had to edit a show in a weird, awkward sense. Also, they've shut out the director almost completely. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lost their initial editor and it went on to somebody else. And they were like, So who's the they? Grads. The producers? The, the studio? The higher ups. I don't know. The suits. I really don't know to the who, man. who till now. But like, um, the editing was, you know, poor, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just not a great show um, and, and, and it kind of broke my heart because I had so much fun like mm. producing it and like you know it wasn't high art or anything but you know I knew from the production that oh, this was a solid you, script not did you produce help in the produce? Sense. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, oh okay, okay. Not, he wasn't using the business term he was right, right, right. layman yeah. yeah what was I saying you said producing you said producing you had but you, you weren't a producer you were producing it when you were producing it yeah Oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. When we were creating it, yeah. like, you know, yeah. when, yeah, we, were exactly. behind, when we were acting yeah. and preparing for it and shooting it, <laughs> when we were shooting for it, everything seemed very solid, you know, yeah. everything was very, very decently done. Yeah. You never know until never it's know. just, so many things can happen after so your So many rap. things can happen in post and it, and it just kind of sucked, but that was whatever. Yeah. So recently... Season two starts next month. Season two starts next month. Without the thing is, they never asked any of us back. <laughs> they like we found out about it through Twitter, so that yeah. was kind of a, a, a rough time. Because uh, they 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 gave us option contracts right after shooting season one, saying, "Would you like to be part of season two? And most of us were like, "Yeah, okay, we're down." Um, <clears throat> but then a few months later, like we find on Twitter that like they're doing season two with a different cast in a different wow. uh, setting. That's no, no. Like I'm f- completely cool with it. Just like, a bit rough, you know. The part that sucked was that no one told us anything. Exactly. Because like, it, it's your show. You can yeah. do whatever you want. You can kill us all in a fire and have it be done off screen. That's <laughs> completely fine. But like to send us option contracts, have silence, and then give the show to another bunch of people and then yeah, not bit say dodge, anything. Bit dodge. That was kind of dodgy. But that was probably like the strangest thing but I don't regret the experience it was really fun mm. yeah like to, you know, to, to so be part of like the shooting life yeah, and everything yeah. yeah and here's here's the big lesson right and that is between theatre and let's say film or mm. or any sort of camera um, vehicle yeah you know the power um, lies in different hands oh yeah yes lies in different yeah. hands so you know honestly in the theatre when you're up on stage you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Nobody can take you away. Yes. Nobody's gonna. A strong actor is. I, yes, is, is that's it. It's yours. Every one of his tools on that's stage, right. but the moment yours. you put it on screen, 
Yeah. Like even the slightest thing, like bad lighting can make a oh. performance terrible. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. You know? The makeup artist yeah. sometimes has Everything. got more power yeah. than you. Yeah. yeah. You know, because the makeup artist can just make one yeah. eyebrow higher than the other and that's it. Okay, the audience, so quizzical? Yeah, the <laughs> audience will just keep looking at your eyebrows and you can yeah. be acting your heart out. But yeah. you know, and that's just the way things are, you know. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I contend I've never done anything bad on film. It's just other people who fucked it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that was that was it was a fun experience, you know, and it just ended in a questionable way. Yeah, but, please yeah. a bad taste in your mouth. Anything, yeah. King? Anything come to mind for you? You know, I'm very happy to say that it's nothing jumps, you know, good. into my brain, yeah. uh, and that's a good sign. And I think a lot of it is because. So many of the projects that I, I have done, are projects that are love projects, mm. and so it's all about the process. I know I sound very corny, but this is the absolute truth. So a lot of times you can be very badly reviewed. The show can be badly reviewed, mm. whether or not it's a film, or whether or not it's theatre, or whether mm. or not it's television, or whatever. Yeah. Even like Masters of the Sea, yeah. I mean, everything feels. I feel happy about. Yeah. 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 Because Masters really led to what you count. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was the first time Singapore had done this like major television English language drama thing. Yeah. And it was like, you know, yeah. so who knows? So everything was a kind of like a love project, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and but no matter what you do, there's always gonna be at least one person there who likes it, loves it even. And it's like it's it's it, the world is never gonna be better off because you didn't do something I think mm. unless what you did is murder but in general if you're an artist and you create something you're putting something in the world that's a pretty amazing thing no yeah. but I also understand where Nathan's coming from because I think the industry has changed you see yes and during the time when I was doing a lot of stuff in front of the camera or as an actor mm-hmm. I think maybe the reason why I may <laughs> not have had such bad experiences it's because everybody basically did it for love yeah, right, love yeah. there was just so much love yeah, oozing yeah. out of everybody's yeah, yeah, pores yeah. so we could be having a really tough time in theater all those theater works days yeah. i'm sure mm. you've heard loads of stories yeah. you know physically so demanding everybody mm. had a full-time job mm-hmm. we would be rehearsing till 3 a.m in the morning whatever but there was just so much yeah. love no when, when everything works behind the scenes like you know it's going to translate like not everything was working for that production behind exactly. the scenes. So it translates on screen as well. Absolutely. I, I've done shows with like Adrian and Tracy for, for Pandemonium and everything and you just you just know that like, you know, three, four days into rehearsal you can just tell that like things gonna are going to... Yeah, it's going to be It's going to be solid. Be solid. Like, even if you fine. don't do that great of a job, it's, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cast is going to be amazing. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, it's, there's a certain security in that which is really nice. Yeah, so it all just comes down to that. Yeah. You know, love... And, and it sounds also. I'm almost going to chime in too. There's because I, I nothing jumps to my mind that I regret taking on either. And it's also I think regret. Asia. I, I, I had an. an it's what. Air Asia. <laughs> what, what's that? Oh no, was it M one? Which one? They were all good. It was all fine. <laughs> no, I think I did enough regretting of M1 things. M one sounds like a big paycheck. It was. It was <laughs> there was enough regret in my younger days of just everything that I try to live life now with as few regrets as possible, either by making smart choices or by like just not caring. Nah. Because I am who I am because I did the things that I did before. Right. And I don't regret who I am now. I mean, I do. I mean, I just want to hug. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, King. <laughs> okay. I'm hugging your knee. <laughs> How how was it like playing? What was it? Was it Margaret? 
my good point. Unfortunately, how long was that? Like that? My like, God, eleven years of our life. Are you serious? I am so serious. I mean, I knew so I knew many I, people I, don't know this. Thank you. Thank I you have for it bringing all here. it up. I told you. I still laugh sometimes. You know when Great I photos. Like to me, that show is just in my consciousness. I think that it goes for most Singaporeans, and like I'm sure, like and like, Malaysians, and Malaysians. Like they I'm are sure, still playing it on reruns in Malaysia. Like I'm sure that's the first thing you get when you step out of the house. You know, it's always like, hey, is that lady from Fat Chuka? Yeah. For the most part. Because like, but it was so embedded in my consciousness that show because I grew up with it from like primary school onwards, and um, it was such a part of like the local zeitgeist. Like, how how did it feel like once the show ended? Like, what was the what was the the direction after that, or was it pretty um, focused? Um, I would say that by the time it ended, first of all, all of us are so grown up on that show yeah. mm. you know and we all had our own careers already yeah. and we all and you know had so our freaking, own everyone in that cast is so freaking talented yeah I mean well, it's crazy you know that's that's very subjective but yeah. it was 11 very glorious years and yeah. I'll tell you why first of all we were very close mm. and and very good friends and going to work every single day we had so much fun oh, yeah. and I'm not talking about that sort of fun that is work fun mm. we had so much fun Together right. as people, we went, we they they we had that sort of stupid fun, right? Yeah. Where you know, one season we were crazy about playing Scrabble, so literally all of us would just come for rehearsal, but actually we don't really want to rehearse, and we could just we could just do it just like that anyway. We just want to play Scrabble with each other, oh. and then there was another time when we were crazy about fitness. I would bring my skipping rope, and in between like rehearsing the scenes, I would just be skipping, and Gurmit would be doing sit-ups, and Pierre would be doing sit-ups. You know, we saw each other through when we were single, then we got married, and then we had kids, and then we started to lose parents. Uh -huh. You know, we saw Gurmit's daughter, Gabby, and Xi'an, when they were, before they were two, in baby baskets, we would bring them into, you know, the, the Mediacorp Studio <laughs> One or whatever, and mm -hmm. put them there. And, and Caldecott, You yeah. know, hey, I'm, it's, it's beautiful, you know. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. And the show, like all shows, started had it high had its high points and low points. Yeah. But when it comes to a bunch of people who enjoy and love each other, right. eleven years. That is something. <laughs> that's a good My fraction of goodness. That's a fraction. That's a quarter of your life. Yeah. You know? you know, that is really something. That is something. that sort of work memory that I can imagine people on long running, you know, TV shows, which I guess in Singapore you don't really get. There's not a lot of that, those. Yeah, that is really, really something. That is something. I still get, like, you know, I still get Happy Birthday King from Charlie, who played King Kong, mm -hmm. you know, from Pierre every single year without fail. And he'll still call me, you know, Hey Margie, <laughs> happy birthday from Tubes. And, you know, it's yeah. like so funny. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, at Valerie, at the Awkward Val that answers your question, she wanted to know what's the fondest memory you have as Margaret in Poja Kang. Uh, Jill says that you're the best in Singapore, the best in JB, and the best in Patam. Uh, <laughs> Somebody Patam. I fucked up the quote. <laughs> um, Too Ma many good memories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michaela at Void Mitch has, <laughs> she has a couple of questions, a couple of statements. She goes, oh my God, that was one tweet. Taking what? Another tweet. 
What? How the fuck did this happen? Another tweet. And then she goes on to ask, actually, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> That's so, a good question. you are the most, uh, you're by far the classiest person to ha- we have had on this podcast. <laughs> you know what? It is my, my ambition. I don't know, my decosh is pretty classy. Yeah, yeah. In his classy, own way. Classy, classy. The class above. Uh, uh, my ambition is to be a classy old lady. Mm. It's a very good ambition. Mm. You're halfway there, I you want just have to get to, yeah. old now. Hey, no, no, really, I want to be a classy old lady. And I know exactly how I want to be a classy old mm-hmm. lady. And one of the ways is to be able to sit with two very young guys and have a good hang. Ah, and, yes. you know, and, I mean, and watch I'm watch all of Maggie Smith's movies. Because <laughs> that's what you need to do. <laughs> you and know, Helen Mirren, she seems like a classy lady. She's a oh, classy I think lady. she's a classy lady. I think Classiest Helen Mirren, possible. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Yeah, I just want to yeah. be, I just want to be a classy lady. Yeah. And I know exactly how. And one of them is, you know, to be able to relate to and find uh, people of all ages, yeah. be curious about them. Singapore's number one comic podcast, by the way. Hey. By default. Um, <laughs> no, but okay, so... Hey, but I make y'all talk about so serious things. Oh, oh, we talk about anything. And don't worry, I find a fart joke for everything. And we always no, and we always say, like, I mean, we can talk about, like, like, dicks and tits. I don't know, shit. I mean, we can do that as a comedy podcast, but I think there's so much humor to be found in just, like, the weirdness of life. Yeah. It's fucking absurd, and it's and it's hilarious. Yeah, I think know? so. Yeah, like, everything Seinfeld. from, like... Yeah. yeah. Everything from, like, motherhood to, like, pursuing your art to, like, having your art lead you to places like, you know, being on an 11-year show. Yeah. Like, all these insane things, like, I find them beautiful and hilarious at the same time. Because yeah. to even say that you are able to find this life for yourself like as an as a performer as an artist and to be able to contribute so much um in your open inverted commas work yeah that's a crazy feeling to have man yeah yeah it's crazy i, but I don't really i mean i'm still i don't know we're youps and i we we still look forward to and are so moved to get up in the morning and jump into work yeah you know awesome. every single day can you imagine i i don't feel any different yeah. the only thing is my knees are not as good mm. and that that saddens me but my heart right and my spirit my excitement you know i i still feel the same thing i still fall in love with things and with people Aww. the only thing is you know i just can't think as fast and i can't remember as fast and my knees are not as good and just get you know, robot knees yeah robot knees get robot get yeah. like get those like uh oscar Petrosaurus. Oscar Petrosaurus, yes the blade runner <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm so sad about him but you know tink, tink. yeah, yeah I'm, i feel i feel more bad about his wife and and they have like I mean like I've never tried but like uh, uh, they have like those supplements like what do you call it? Ginkgo biloba. No, like nootropics or whatever. Oh mm, no, yeah. don't touch. For Joe Rogan no. stuff, right? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, don't touch. Don't touch. No, like alpha brain. No. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to try just because I, I I like my brain as it is. Yeah. But um, could be better. Could be a little bit better, but I, I don't want to enhance it using like medicine because then, like, what if I don't have it? Then, yeah, you know, absolutely. To it's rely like, on a pill is a very it's like flowers thing. for Algernon. You ever read that book? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even take Panadol. Okay, that one. I, I had a heavy reliance on Panadol when I had a really, really, really bad like wisdom toothache. Mm. But that was because I couldn't physically function without the Panadol. Like, it was basically a painkiller. Cause, like, I know, the, but it was for a specific reason yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah, to yeah, people yeah, yeah. that just take Panadol. Do people just take Panadol routinely. You know, there are loads of people who take. Like all sorts of. I know, stuff. like things like maybe like Valium or like, hey, like Risperdal or thing. some stuff. Like that. But like Panadol, do people take Panadol like just for for fun? For willy nilly, I take it when I get a headache. But yeah. I take it when I need it. That's 
about it, really. It was the swiftness with which you reach for a pill that ah, I'm scared about. That is true. Right, right, yeah, right. I don't even take bad vitamins. Mm. Ah, yeah. But you have a very balanced diet. Most bad vitamins okay. are bullshit. Hey, you know, you're the first person. No, they really are. I no, know it's like full of junk. And the thing Honestly. is, it's, it's, I mean, okay, they have like a thousand things in there. Maybe two of them are good for you. And the rest you know of them. You're talking about multivitamins in general? Everything. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just too much. Your body doesn't need it unless you physically just eat like. A grace yeah. No, my doctor, my general that. practitioner, like he swears that vitamins are are just useless. If it's you just eat a bullshit. balanced diet, okay, my you mother, can't take it anyway. Just piss it all out. He says. So, like, so my mother, uh, she she believes very much in medication. Whenever she, I, I she even sees that I have like this, like if, if I cough at the dinner table or sneeze at the dinner table, she'll be like, oh, have you taken like this or mm. that or that or that. And like I always just try to yeah yeah I'll just say I have I'll just lie to her, um, <laughs> but like she takes a lot of those like vitamins and all the pills in the morning and stuff like that. And she get when she gets sick, she gets sick hard, mm. and it makes me worry so much about her. And like I tell her not to like you know take too many pills. If you're gonna medicate on something, just use that one thing and don't like divert, you know. Um, but I think it's just, it's just her own like worry and paranoia. Yeah. I like, have a very very deep mistrust of drug companies. I just I just don't think it's necessary. I don't I necessarily think it's like Machiavelli or anything. Yeah. But like. Um, I, Back in the school days, my mom would always like put like a little tray of like vitamins for me to eat in the morning, <laughs> and like I, I would take like half of it maybe because like, I just you know just so I would take yeah. one. Um, but I stopped. No, like, I'm with you, man. I'm but with at, you. but at the same time, you guys are not totally into like holistic. Nope. TCM medicine, anything like nope. that, right? You're kind of just like. No, I just do that. whenever I'm going through any kind of like ailment. I just pray. Yes. No. No. I just I just go fix it. You know. But when I'm okay, I'm okay. Like, and if I'm just having like a slight kind of problem, I just leave it and let my body heal itself. Fair. So here's where this you know old lady is gonna bring up a very old-fashioned word that mm. I find very wise, and I believe in convalescence. Convalescence. <laughs> yeah. Rest. So basically, <laughs> sleep. Right? Yeah. Sleep a lot, Lots drink a lot of water, look at the sea. Yeah. You know? Look at the sea. Go for a walk. Yeah. I kind of really believe game. in Okay, I don't know how to play <laughs> video games. I I'm really don't. You, I have no apps. I'm telling you, like that has been so much therapy for me lately. Like, um just amidst like a lot of busyness in general. Um and there's not a lot of time to take out pockets of the day to say go on a run or like look at the sea or something like yeah. that I'll just play a video game and turn off my brain for a little sure. bit it's mm. amazing it's like a getaway to like a different dimension my video game is Netflix oh yeah. that's you see it's, oh, see it's something like that I, I interchange between yeah, yeah, yeah cause they're I both just separate that. worlds that you can just dive into sometimes Absolutely. I do them at the same time yeah oh, oh yeah two no, screens yeah. I'm just like yeah I can do I can do two Overwatch. things at one time like Netflix and you know like something Chill. else like <laughs> <laughs> There's so much innuendo in this room. I can't take it, you guys. What's What's the latest show you got? We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. The Netflix. So show. I just finished um, uh, Midnight Diner, Tokyo Stories, and I, I, I watched the it. first episode of that, and like, and I watched it very befittingly at like four in the morning because I couldn't yeah. sleep. Yeah. And it was a very interesting show. Like the first episode weird. with like the Power Ranger people. Yeah. It was such a it weird, weird show. But it's, it's what's the what's the place? It's it's a one diner. It's an izakaya. It's, it's a, 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 a fictional yeah. show. It's a tiny little izakaya that seats maybe like six people at a time. And they have a bunch of these places in, in Japan for like salarymen that work really late late nights, you mm -hmm. know, or like um, the overnight shifts or whatever. And the whole premise of the show is that there's just random people that come yeah. in and talk to each other and share yeah. their stories. That's great. And it all just revolves around this random bar. Yeah. 
I've mm-hmm. only seen one episode though, but it seems really interesting. No, I really binged on it, and I just like finished all of it. Oh god! Yeah, wow. I finished all of it, <clears throat> and then just before that, um, I was uh, I was watching, I was binging on The Crown. So I'm kind of like like that. I'm the only one here that hasn't seen The Crown. Yeah, Damn you it. peasant. Yeah. Any any last questions we have before we wrap things up? Yeah, because I have to go yeah. for dinner with my mum. Let's do a couple. So cute. Ooh, that's adorable. So cute. Couple quick fire ones. How about this? Yeah. Um, what's your, oh no, I already read that. Uh, this is from at Michaela. Do you have any pre or post show rituals? No. Okay. I'm one of those people. I d- I don't even warm up in front it before a show. Andrew Marco knows this. I mean, yeah, we'll just be like kidding, talking, talk, a lot of cock. Oh, oh, oh. Andrew Marco is the funnest person to talk oh, to. I oh, I love him. I love him. I love talking love him. I almost SMS to say, hey, you know, Nathan and John Kenzie are coming. You want yes. to just come and hang? Ah, We've had him I on the show. We've had him on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I love him. So you're speaking of Andrew Marco, your co star from the play from last Falling. Year, from Falling. Yeah. Which was such a great show. I yeah. lost my mind. I cried so bad. Yeah. And the same, I, I was totally moved. And I saw you after the show. I waited for like, the yeah. stage door like a fan. And I was like, oh my God, King. Oh my God. And she's like, yeah, I'm playing. Like, yeah. like, I must, you must be so tired. And she's like, no. 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 But now I know that you have eight coffees a day. So. <laughs> it just always the funny buzz. thing is that it's got nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> I, know, got, I know, No, it's got everything to do with really great co-stars. Yeah. And so you just like step on and from that moment, you are, that story begins and then everybody is so good and then you just Dang. react off them and then, hey. Hey. <laughs> That's it. it. easy. That's, That's all right. So no rituals. No. Okay, awesome. so you know what? That was. Uh, thank you so much for asking the questions, and thank you so much for giving us your time. Thanks, all right, guys. it's been an amazing conversation. I don't know how long we've been going for. It feels like no time has passed, but I feel like a lot of time has passed as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, I feel like we haven't talked about Tropicana very much. Exactly. We do need to okay. talk a little bit about Tropicana. Before we leave, uh, you wonderful people, thank you for tuning in. Um, Give us the elevator pitch of Tropicana, which, by the way, plays 13th to 30th April um, at the Capitol Theatre. You can get your tickets at Cystic. That's right, and you can get them right now. Yes, get them right now. Get more information from tropicanathemusical.com. Give us like the elevator pitch. What is this show? And like, uh, uh, what's okay. it like working with like so many like to me uh, some the of the best, best people, people an unbeatable some, creative team. Unbeatable, an amazing cast. Yeah, like, let's let, okay, let's let's bring off some people in yeah. the cast. So we've got your husband, of course. You yeah, we've all got Abby Shankara. Oh we've yeah, we've got Siti yeah, Kalija. Yeah. Let's see if I recognize all their faces. Oh, yeah, we've did. got uh, Ash, Shane. Is that Shane? No. Who's that? Joshua Lim. Joshua Lim. We've got Brandon Fernandez. Yeah. We've got... Okay, I don't know names anymore. <laughs> we've got... Sean Hui Shen. We've got Karen Tan. We've got uh, Mitch Lagos. Mitch Lagos. I yeah. love that guy. Replacement Gosh. Linden. Gosh, Harda Harrison. I would say that to his face. Audrey Laura Wisman Putra. That's amazing. It's no this big is, secret. This is a crazy cast. We have to have all these people on the podcast one day, which you we will. You do. You do. My God, you do. City is like... Amazing. Her, her voice... Is one of my favorite female voices. Yes, I was ever. gonna say, not just you're talking about, like, not even just singing. Like, I just listen to her talk. Yeah. Like, if, if she had on the podcast, if she I had, had a podcast, she yeah. has to have a podcast. Just yeah. like, just her I talking. Just her talking yeah. about yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I, I mean, basically, you know, the 1960s mm-hmm. is just an era that I just love because I feel Singapore has never been like it was in mm. the 1960s ever again. Pre AIDS mid Coke. Yeah. Pre what? <laughs> Pre what? Pre AIDS mid coke. <laughs> Never mind. That Go on. It was a beautiful period, so, guys. That, that is so World War Two just ended. AIDS was just on the horizon. Coke was everywhere. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
reasons why it, it really was when this island was filled with hardcore rock stars okay mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the, the sort of people that play guitars I'm talking about people you know like the one toes like I'm going to start and make movies and they really did it and they mm. were very successful and then the Gopo Singhs you know who like wrote plays when nobody else wrote plays and right. the Kuo Pao Kuns who went into jail for his art and the Lee Kuan Yews and mm-hmm. the Shaw Sun Chings who is like I'm yeah. gonna start a, la- a high class Las Vegas topless nightclub <laughs> in the middle of Orchard Road and they did it. Yeah. They really did it. No government grants, no whatever. You know, they just it's like... different time, though. Different this sh- time. This show gonna have boobs. So, the Wild West. This show, this show gonna have boobs? Is <laughs> gonna... Sure. This show is... is. Do I say this now? Yes. This show will probably be M18. Uh, oh. as, as it should be. And I, I, but I'm, you guys I'm, qualify. Yes. I, I barely Barely. Do. <laughs> Physically, not emotionally. But th- that I was don't, know, thing, I don't right? know how I feel about uh, boobs. No, just you, like don't know, you don't know. You don't what you feel pro, about boobs. Pro boobs. The la- the That's last, a problem. The last time I I, I witnessed uh, on stage nudity was for Take Me Out uh, mm. with Juan Jackson. A lot of cocks. Eight. Yeah. Eight cocks. Wait, <laughs> the there is time. there is a big difference between tits and balls. Really? I feel like yeah, one's bigger. No, oh. no, there's a big difference. There's but a big see, I wanna, one's I wanna, prettier. That is true, that is but so I want to have equal rights, you know. That yeah, no. should be. Yeah, exactly. No, but, <laughs> we, we, but, but it's interesting to talk about because we, we are really, what, gauche, is that the word? But we are really immature when it comes to the science. But it's, if it's a show about a place that was a topless bar, to have a show about that place which really existed, that really had topless women, to, I mean, to capture the essence of that, you do kind of have to go there, right? And it's something you, you fought absolu- for, right? You absolutely do. The funny thing, and I will say this in all seriousness, and it was the first line in the address that I made at the press conference, people think Tropicana is about tits, but mm. it isn't. Not it's a show line. about balls. The nice sort line. Of, yeah, it's the sort of balls that <laughs> all these real-life people had in the 1960s. Not that we are presenting the lives of real-life people, but we are presenting a sort of spirit. Yeah, right. Uh, that sort of ballsy existed. spirit yeah. in Singapore in the 1960s, you know, and we're bringing all of that back, putting it into music. It's I'm great. Joel Tan wrote the lyrics? Like, yeah. Joel Tan, Joel, Joel wow. Tan, yes. Holy shit. Really great lyrics. And you're, and you're producing it. You won't be in this, but you'll no, be No, of course it. not. No, I'm producing okay. it. Is taking up I'm all sure my time joyously. Bag of tricks, right? That's a whole different bag of worms. You know, I don't think I will ever produce and act at the same time ever mm. again. Sounds really, really difficult. No, it's yeah. no. It takes different muscles, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, it's just two completely different. Acting is all about me, me, me. It's you. You need fully have to be selfish yes. because. Yeah. You, you do have to take care of yourself. Producing is about taking care of other people. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, you just... Yeah, but with acting in taking care of yourself, you're taking care of the whole. That's what I think. And spe- yeah. and spe- Correct. <laughs> Correct. And speaking of taking care, I feel like you've taken care of the both of us very well. Uh, yeah. uh, welcomed us into your home. Uh, just given us so, just, and just, you've given us so much just in terms of just like your your life and your story and everything. And Thank I, you I for feel that. I feel very much taken care of and much richer from Yay. it. Uh, Thank so you. yeah, uh, guys, do check out um, Tropicana the Musical. Uh, find out more about it at TropicanaTheMusical.com, or you can just get your your tickets straight because you know you know it's going to be a good show. We just mm-hmm. hyped it up. It's like going to sell out, so it probably get your will. Tickets. It's oh. only it, it only runs from. The 
the 13th, so. the 30th of April. It runs at the Capitol Theater. And here, here's the thing. Every time there's a show in Singapore, like it always starts slow and then towards the yeah. end, it sells out. All and right. everyone's yeah. like, why? I didn't get tickets. Oh my God. All and right. then they regret it. And then All sometimes right. you want to see it twice. They want to see it three times. Don't be one of those people. Check it out. You know, uh, try to watch it as close to opening night as possible, so you can maybe watch it a second time if you want. Um, there, there's a bunch of uh, different yeah. Discounts there's a bunch for... of discounts, and we're trying out. You know, Cystic is working really closely with us. The earlier you buy, uh, the cheaper the tickets are. Yeah. So currently, okay. So n- these discounts are uh, over now, but the discounts currently are still excellent. Like right. the lowest, really you can cool. get a ticket for fifty eight dollars. Plus plus. That's a good okay. scheme. So the yeah. discount gets just keeps smaller and hot. smaller as yeah. the that's, time that's gets right. closer. That's right. That's right. It's like the early bird and the not so early bird. It's yeah. like the super. But, but they like but the they all hatchling. get the worm. Yeah, they all get the worm. They all get the worm, but the worm gets skinnier. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank speaking, you guys. Speaking of skinny things, Nathan needs to put some cake in him because he is all so right, skinny. <laughs> so thank you once again. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for, for the good hang. This has been wonderful. We, we, we sign off with our, our, our audience by saying thanks for the guests, saying thanks for the hang. So, in your own special way to the audience. Thanks for the hang. Yes! Woo! Woo! Oh, there is a big difference between tits and balls. <laughs>